And welcome to the Gridiron Gamers Podcast for week 10 of the fantasy football season. I'm your self-appointed host, the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> oh, that was one hell of a week, wasn't it? The Pats crushed the Broncos in Denver on Sunday night, and I won this week to secure the first playoff spot. Willis also lost this week, which vaulted me into first place in the standings. Uh, so you know what that means. Come, bow before your king. Bow, your shits. <laughs> Alright, now on to the week 10 recap. Okay, so first up, we had a reenactment of the Boston Tea Party as I beat Suggett to punch my ticket to the playoffs. Ray Stafford. I had the highest score of the week this week. Thanks to our Lord and Savior Matthew Stafford, Honey Fungus of Oats, and Mark Ingram, who uh, personally killed the Bills. Suggett is still starting. His favorite running back, Dalvin Cook. Willie, I have 0.9 points on the regular season, Sneed. And uh, he also started Mike Evans this week. Uh, I guess a juicy suspension matchup. Despite all that, uh, he didn't have the lowest score of the week this week. Uh, congrats, Suggett. Uh, please accept your prize of a consolation bracket berth. Next up, Rivers ejaculated in the nick of time to escape the Tigers as Mackey beat Kyle in the closest matchup of the week. Both teams had some shit performances this week, with Mackey having five players score less than Phew. five points, and Kyle had four players under six points. Mackey won primarily thanks to Kamara and King Goffrey going ham, giving him uh, the one and a half point lead, or the one and a half point win. This really hurts Kyle's playoff dreams. Dream. Uh... But don't let the fact that Mackey won a close game distract you from the fact that he blew a 40-point lead against me last week. Next up, Crowdair couldn't whine about being demeaned as John upset Romano. Romano had an 11-point lead heading to Sunday night thanks to Larry, Juju, Bicycle. and Jimmy Graham uh, having decent games. Wait, 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 let me double-check that. Uh, yep, huh, fuck me. Graham actually had two TDs that game. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, anyway, that lead was nothing for Brady and Ghost, who combined to have 31 points, giving John the big win. Also, John actually made some Ross moves this week, so uh, it looks like we shouldn't count him out just yet. I mean, I don't think he's going to win the ship or anything, but uh, he could probably make the playoffs on the back of Brady. Now there is no mojo in the neighborhood, as Dosky beat Nick. Uh, this one was actually a pretty close matchup too, as Dosky only won by 8. Nick got shady and blah plow. Shit the bed for him this week. Meanwhile, Mr. Anderson. And then Drake blew up on his bench. Starting either of them in his flex would have gotten the win. Ouch. Dosky would love the victory by his kicker and possible keeper for next year, Greg the Lake. Uh, yeah, you heard that right. Dosky might be choosing a kicker as his keeper for next year. about the Bells as Scott beat Mike. Or rather, Mike lost this one as Scott was lucky enough to play him this week. Now, Scott did have good games from his receivers, uh, especially Thielen, but uh, really, Mike just threw away this game. He didn't bother to pick up a kicker or defense to replace the Chiefs on their bye, 
And from there, he went full socket. Tyrod, McKinnon, T.Y., and Rudolph all scored less than five points. In fact, if it wasn't for McCaffrey having two TDs on uh, Monday night, Mike could have ended up with the lowest score of the season. Uh, for those of you wondering, the current lowest score of the season was Suggett back in Week 8 with a staggering 44.06 points. Anyway, at least Mike punting this week moved me into first place in the standings. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Alrighty, so last week I took myself, Kyle, Romano, Nick, and Scott to win, meaning I went 2-3 and three last week. Shit. That brings me to 37-13 and 13 on the season. Moving on. There are no trades this week. Everything's for sale, my friend. Think you can barter with me like one of those damned shopkeepers. But there was some interesting waiver wire movement. Most notably, John finally used his number two waiver priority this week to pick up Dion Lewis and drop Gilly. <laughs> I, look, I love Lil Dirty as much as anyone, but he's not worth the number two waiver priority right now. Sorry. Some other notable ads. Dosky picked up Robert Woods' horrible playoff schedule. But then again, it's not like Dosky's going to be using him in the playoffs. God damn! Thanks, Noob Noob. Uh, Mackie got Delaney Walker. Uh, good going, everyone. Uh, John actually dropped Andrew Luck, which is surprising. I thought he was just going to keep him for uh, motivation at this point. And I was able to snag Eckler for my Melvin Gordon handcuff, uh, despite having the 10th waiver priority. Thanks, guys. Uh, unrelated waiver news. Uh, Mackie lost Zeke for the next five weeks, since Zeke is accepting his suspension. Uh, the next game Zeke's eligible, eligible to play will be the championship week. Let's all pray to Stafford that Mackey doesn't get to use Zeke in this ship because that'd be too damn easy for him. Also, Romano picked up Marlon Mack again this week. He's now ad-dropped Mack more times than I ad-dropped Kenneth Dixon last year, and almost as much as the Chiefs have ad-dropped C.J. Spiller. Alright, now onto the playoff push. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Alright, so as I mentioned earlier, I'm currently sitting in first place at 8-2, and two. And I've also secured the first playoff spot. Next, we have Mike at 7-3, followed by Mackie and John at 6-4. Then, fighting for the last two playoff spots are Romano, Scott, and Nick, who are all at 5-5. Five five. Uh, Nick is currently losing the tiebreakers to those two, so he's on the outside looking in. Uh, then we have Dosky at 4-6, Kyle at 3-7, and Stugget at 1-9, who has officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, with only three games left in the regular season, the playoff push is getting pretty exciting. If I beat Mike this week and win one of my next two games, I clinch a bye. Uh, Mike can clinch a playoff spot this week if he beats me. Mackie and John both need to win two of their next three games to clinch. However, Mackie and John play each other in week 12, uh, which is going to have huge <laughs> implications to the standings. Uh, right now, Scott has to win out to clinch, uh, as do Romano and Nick. But Romano and Nick both play each other this week, so the loser of that matchup is going to have a real tough time getting back into the playoffs. I told you guys, it's just getting intense. All right, now let's move on to the projections for week 11. So first up, we have our primetime matchup of the week as Romano takes on Nick. 
like I said earlier, this game has huge playoff implications, uh, which is why this is our first ever game of the week. Because of the implication. Uh, Romano and Neck are both sitting at 5-5 five and five right now, with Romano currently in the playoffs. Even though Romano is currently in the playoffs, I would say that this is more of a must-win for him. Because after this week, he plays Wills than me. Meanwhile, Nick has a suck it by next weekend, followed by Mackey the week after. So Romano's probably going to need to win this game uh, in order to secure a tiebreaker against him. Oh, shit. I just realized that week 13 is going to be Cactus Bowl. Cactus, cactus, cactus. I am a cactus. And Josh Gordon comes back that week. <laughs> Pretty Stafford! Okay, uh, back to the matchup of hand. Uh, Romano will get off to the early start on Thursday uh, with some good juju and the Steelers' defense against the Titans. Come Sunday, Romano's going to want to watch uh, the Browns-Jaguars game as he's starting both running backs. Uh, yeah, Romano's actually starting Crowell this week. Meanwhile, Nick has Gurley, which is good for him. Uh, Kenny and Drake, uh, which isn't so good. And then Shady without Tyrod, which uh, may actually be worse than Shady with Tyrod. Uh, both teams have a Raiders receiver, but I think uh, Crabtree will do better for Romano than Coop will for Nick. Uh, Mono also has Wentz taking on Dallas's terrible D, which uh, is going to be big for him. Uh, but this match is probably going to come down to the wire, with Nick starting Matty Ice on Monday night uh, against the Seahawks, who don't have Sherman, and Romano starting Jimmy Graham. Uh, this is going to be a good game, and uh, it's definitely going to make one of these two cry. Uh, I'm going to take Romano to win just because I have to take him ever since that bet a few weeks ago. Uh, now we have another matchup with big playoff implications as I take on Mike. Uh, if it weren't for Nick and Romano playing this week, this would have been the marquee matchup since me and Willis are the, uh, number one and two in the standings and I've been for the last, last three weeks, I think. Mike gets off to an early start with Bell on Thursday, uh, but then apparently he's electing not to field a team this week again uh, since he's currently starting at the bench Tyrod Taylor and T.Y. McCaffrey uh, both uh, on buys. Meanwhile, out of Stafford uh, against a good Bears defense, uh, but I'm, I believe he'll pull through. And then I have Ingram fresh off a 30-point game, and Gordon playing against the same defense that Ingram scored 30 on. So that's pretty good. Gronk against Oakland should be good, too. Uh, I'm going to take myself to win this week, and uh, no one tell Mike to check his lineup this week. If I beat Mike, I uh, pretty much lock up a bye in the playoffs. Uh, if Mike wins, he secures a playoff spot, uh, which is more reason for you decads not to tell him. Uh, okay, so update. Mike apparently checked his team. Fuck. Scott gets this week's, uh, suck it by. So, uh, congrats on the win, Scott. Uh, should help for your playoff chances. Next, we have Kyle taking on John. John apparently realized that fantasy football is still a thing last week, and, uh, it's now a game up in the standings. Meanwhile, Kyle really needs his win to, uh, keep his playoff streams alive. I think he needs to win out, but, uh, I'm not too sure. He has to win at least 2 out of 3. Kyle Smith starting against the Giants, which is good for him, but then he has to start Abdul against Chicago. Ooh. Damn, this might be the one matchup of the year that John has the better running backs, since Coleman's actually starting and Dion might score against Oakland. Like, Howard is a beast for Kyle, but uh, Chicago's offense has been bad all year. Uh, John receivers are better on paper, but uh, only AJ has a starting uh, quarterback. That should match up well against Julio, but uh, I don't think Jeffrey and Allen will be enough to get Kyle to win. I'm going to take John to win on the back of Brady. And lastly, we have Dosky taking on Mackey. Dosky is trying to keep the playoff stream alive, while Mackey is trying to lock up a playoff spot and possibly get to a bye. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. So Mackey is starting uh, Latavius Murray because Zeke and Freeman are out, and he traded all of his, all of his other running backs. But uh, Dosky is starting Woodhead, who uh, I don't think has been activated off the IR yet. Mackey is also starting K-Benge, whose curse took Freeman out last week. Uh, let's see who the curse of the HCL claims this week. 
Dostky's receivers aren't great, but uh, he has his keeper kicker, so uh, I guess that gives him an automatic win. <laughs> ah, I'm shitting. No, uh, I'm taking Mackie to win uh, despite some poor starts. All right, so to recap all that, I'm taking Romano, myself, Scott, John, and Mackie to win this week. Uh, hopefully, I actually get some of these predictions right this week. Uh, so thanks for listening to this week. There's only three weeks left in the regular season and uh, two weeks till Josh Gordon comes back to win me the ship. Smoke weed every day. Uh, and if you're in Bush League and you're listening to this and your name is not Kyle, uh, pay me, you son of a bitch. The email to send me monies is devin.ward at hotmail.com. Uh, until next time. Gentlemen, suck my dick. There, there was a bear bear. Okay, so first up we had a reenact. Okay, so first up we had a reenact. Why can I not say this word? Reenactment. And Drake blew up on his desk. Uh, blew up on his desk. Uh, Romano will come Sunday. Romano will wanna. Just blew my goddamn eardrums out listening to Smooth Criminal. That fucking. Thing way too loud. I'm deaf now, so this podcast may sound like shit. Gods, what a stupid name. Lancel Lannister. Who named you? Some half-wit with a stutter. <sighs>